In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Tokenet Radio, Token Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. It's time for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi. Everyone has learned lessons in life during their lifetime. Some good, some bad. But from everyone, there has been something learned. And now it's time to share that knowledge. It's called Paying It Forward. Here, these lessons learned are then paid forward to you. With you, Paying It Forward too. Josephine put her professional career on hold after the birth of her first child and turned her attention to being a full-time mother. Well, three kids later, Josephine started her own company, MyMomKnowsBest.com and Glovies, but was dismayed by a lack of information that people would share to help entrepreneurs be successful. That's where Paying It Forward was born. This is Paying It Forward on Doogienet.com. And now, here's your host, Josephine Jirasi. Well, good morning, everyone. It's Josephine here today. As most of you know, I live in the New York area, and I must say, I'm always horrified on a Wednesday morning um, to find out at 5.30 a.m. that my three children do not have school today, and when that phone call comes to say the schools are closed, I always cringe to think, oh my, I have a live radio show, and here we are, we're going to go with three kids and a little puppy in the background. So um, just to let um, everybody know, that's what is going on here in the Jurassic household today. But with that, we're going to have an interesting show. Uh, today, I decided to do something just a little different. I decided that for the first part of my show, I'm actually going to really tell you in detail all about my story, about how I came up with the whole idea of Glovies and how I, um, my whole entire process of how things have come, you know, to the point that I'm at now. And then... Um, the second half of the show, I'm actually going to have Debbie Glickman, who's also another host on um, Toginet Radio. Um, she invented a really cool product called Fairy Tale Wishes, and she'll be able to come on and tell us more about her product and how she also brought her product to market. So with that, I just uh, let's start off by um, telling you my little story that. Um, the very first time, um, I have three children. My oldest was about three years old at the time, and I had a one-year-old. Um, and I went out to lunch with my girlfriends, and we all had our little toddlers with us. And um, my son was wearing his big boy underwear for the first time. And we went into a public restroom, and I was completely horrified at everything that he was touching. He was touching the floor. He was touching that disgusting box that sits on that wall. He was touching the toilet seat. And um, no matter how much toilet paper I tried to put on that seat, uh, he managed to grip that bottom of the seat and who knows what was on the bottom of that seat. So it was kind of an eye-opener for me. So we left that um, stall and I went to wash his hands, but 
you know, remember I have a little toddler who I actually had in the stroller. I'm picking up this little three-year-old to wash his hands. It was just horrifying, and I could not believe when I got back to the table with my girlfriends, I turned to them, and I said, what, um, am I the only one that goes through this? Um, And they looked at me, and they said, absolutely not. We all go through the same thing. And I don't know. I, I was thinking in the back of my head. I said, wow, there must be a better way. So the next time I went into a public restroom, I started to notice that the moms started saying to their children, please don't touch that. Don't touch that. And you could hear the fright in the mom's voice because just the thought, who knows what kind of germs are lurking in the restrooms. So then when I came out of the um, stall that time, there was a grandmother there, and here she was trying to wash the toddler's hands, and she couldn't do it because she turned to me and she said, I feel so bad, he ha- I have a bad back, and it's really hard to wash my toddler's hands. And the light bulb just went off, or became brighter, I should say, and I just decided, you know what, I'm going to come up with something, because if I feel this way... I'm just witnessing so many other moms feeling the same way. I'm going to come up with a product that can actually help prevent germs from coming into direct contact with little toddlers' hands. So, with that idea, once again, I did, I was in the throes of nursery school and I was in contact with literally hundreds of other moms who had children that age. And I kept saying, Come on, tell me, if I really invest my time and money into this, would you buy a product like this? And every single person I asked said yes. So what was the next thing I was going to do? (laughs) I had no idea because I never did this before. So I went online after I put the kids to sleep that night, and I just stayed online. I'll never forget. It was probably till 3 o'clock in the morning. And I just kept Googling everything that would pop into my head. I kept Googling (laughs) anything that was related to potty training. And there was nothing on the market that had anything to do with protecting children from from the germs. So I um, then came across a website, Parents of Inventions, and um, I had called the founder of that company, and I was talking to her, and um, I believe it was, let's see, I, I can't remember her name right now. What was her name? Um, I'll have to get back to you on that. But she had introduced me. She was kind enough to give me her time. And um, she told me what her whole process was or how she started her company. And she actually led me to a man by the name of Roger who had a sourcing company. He was a sourcing consultant. And I never knew that a sourcing consultant existed, never knew what it was, but I gave myself that education pretty quickly. So next thing you know, I am sending emails back and forth to this guy, Roger, in California, and I was explaining to him my concept, and he had said to me, well, why don't we get a prototype together, and then, you know, we can see if there's really a demand out there. So that's what we did. We, um, 
What I actually did was I took out my sewing machine and in my kitchen, and of course my mom was here to help me, and we took a disposable diaper, and I opened it up, and where the leg is, there's that really, um, that little bit of elastic. And I decided that that elastic would be on the wrist of the mitten. So what I did was, that was my prototype. So I was able to send that to Roger, who was able to send it over to China to his um, contact there. And we were able, I must say, it did take an awful long time. It was back and forth, back and forth before I was able to get an actual prototype of my Glovey's product. Um, I guess I was getting so frustrated that after nine months, um, I turned to my sourcing agent and I had said, um, how is this possible that I am able to create a human being before I am able to create a simple um, prototype of my Glovey's product? And I will tell you within one week, I actually got the prototype of my product that, uh, that I really, really wanted. So from that point on, once I had gotten my prototype, I had done a little bit of more marketing research, and um, I decided to just bite the bullet and go through with my product. So, so many other things had to come into play because I then became educated and realized that the ABC Kids trade show um, occurs every September, and at this point, it was like July. And I said, wow, I really should be at that show, but I had a lot of work to do before I had gotten to that point. So what I did was I called my brother, who actually took a little break from work, but um, he traveled quite often to Hong Kong and China. And I decided, thank goodness my brother went with me. I don't know if I would have had the guts to go to China by myself. But he decided to take the trip over with me, and it was the best thing I ever did because I got to meet my direct sourcing agent in China, and he brought me to my factories. I wanted to make sure everything was copacetic, everything was run properly, and I was relieved to to find to, to learn the whole process. And I had a great, great um, relationship with that um sourcing agent. So anyway, that was the story. Um, I had placed my order with Stanley. Of course, here I had to hire somebody by the name of Rich. Rich did an amazing job on my packaging, Um, but we did learn a lot of lessons with the packaging um, later on. And um, I then hired somebody to do my website. And everything actually got done before the the trade show and we were absolutely thrilled with that so i went to the abc kids trade show and i must say there i was with a prototype and um it was only a prototype which meant that the strength of what it needed to be still needed to be improved but i was absolutely thrilled at the fact that i had a large baby retail store actually purchase it on the spot and looking back in hindsight that was just pure luck. It was amazing. It was great. But the biggest lesson I learned there was I really, really needed to do more research on my packaging because even though I got on the stores of that retail shelf, the most important thing, and I say this all the time, it's not getting on the shelf. It's getting off the shelf. And that was my biggest lesson that I had learned. But um, 
With that in mind, uh, I am absolutely thrilled to announce, last week I had mentioned that one of the largest baby retail stores was uh, looking at Glovies, and I am so, so excited to tell my listeners that the breakthrough that I have been waiting for has finally, finally happened. It looks like um, Glovies, you'll be seeing Glovies on a lot of shelves I'll announce exactly who that is in a couple of weeks. And um, this all has to do with the fact that I redid my packaging. So I'm going to need lots of support from my listeners out there um, to go out and help support my uh, Glovies project here. So um, that's about my real full story. We have lots of great guests coming on in the next couple of weeks. Um, but Actually, I have a really good guest coming on the next segment, Um, but we'll introduce Pam when we get back. Thanks so much. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi right after these on Toginet.com. Come be a part of Pat Sloan's Creative Talk Radio. Her goal is to inspire you to be creative every day. Pat Sloan's Creative Talk Radio, Monday afternoons at 4, 3 Central on Toginet.com. Pat lives and breathes being creative through her quilt design business, but her creativity and interests have no bounds. On her show, she'll be introducing us to guests through interviews and talks that have a creative life. We'll learn more about what goes on in the world of quilting. And since Pat, like many of us, is creative in many ways, she'll also introduce us to creative people in other crafts like knitting, crochet, paper arts, and lots more. Pat is also an author, a lecturer, designer, and cheerleader of many. She's tried her hand at making almost everything you can think of and does many crafts to keep her inspired to create. Check out her website, patsloan.com. What makes Pat most happy is to inspire others to be creative every day. So join us for Pat Sloan's Creative Talk Radio, Monday afternoons at 4, 3 Central on Toginet.com. Girlfriended is on Toginet, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, with your hosts, Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan. This show is your chance to share, learn, laugh, and connect with other women. The girlfriended principle was born out of loss. Lisa had recently had her mother pass away from cancer, and my mom um, was murdered. A man just walking into a room and started a 23-second shooting spree. I think one of the things we both realized going through those tragedies is that you can be extremely okay and be extremely sad. Check out Girlfriended.com and then be a part of Girlfriended, the radio show, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. You know, your boyfriend or, or your husband or whatever, they don't totally understand that emotional side to a woman like another woman does. And I think that's so important just to have somebody that you go, she gets me. Check out the website, girlfriended.com. Don't miss Girlfriended with Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. Well, hello everyone. It's Josephine here again. And- 
And um, I'm sorry I was babbling the first part of my show here. I think everybody has gotten snowed in. And um, at least you got to hear the full detail of my Glovey's story or part of it. But um, we're going to switch gears here because Pam Auden, who is also um, a radio host on the show, is actually going to come and give us some, some financial advice, I think. Right, Pam? So let me throw it over to Pam. Pam, thank you so much. And I'm laughing because every, you know, person that I had spoken to this morning had said, Josephine, my husband's home today. I have no idea. I don't want him to come in the room and start screaming at me while I'm on the phone. And it's so funny because I think we're all thinking the same thing. But how are you, Pam? Well, you know, we are so snowed in here in Wisconsin, and and that is why you were able to catch me, because I am sitting here, I am sitting here in my pajamas, Uh looking looking outside at, the the blizzard has actually stopped, it's it's not, uh, we had like 60 mile an hour blizzard winds last night, and got another, I think, 10 inches of snow, so yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing going on around here, nobody that doesn't have to go out is is going out because a lot of the roads are just impassable and so anyway so yeah that's so funny Pam but we're in the same boat here you know it's not even the snow that bothers me it's the ice and the ice is so scary and where I live we have um, a, a tiny little bit of a hill with a turn and the other day I had gone down and it wasn't even that bad out but I must have hit a patch of ice. It was so scary. I went into emergency mode and I said to myself, oh, my God, don't hit the telephone pole. So um, it's just best to stay home when the weather is like this. And um, the great news is you get to be on Paying It Forward today, Pam. <laughs> yes, so, and, Pam. and talking about husbands, I just have to say this just before we go on. My husband just walked in. I'm, I'm mouthing to him. <laughs> I'm on the radio, so he doesn't say anything really inappropriate, <laughs> and so now he's looking at me like I'm crazy. But yeah. anyway, we, we got okay. that co- we got that covered now. Right. So Pam, tell me, tell me a little bit about your radio show right here on TogiNet. Well, my show is on uh, today. Actually, it's on Wednesdays from let's see, you on Eastern Time, right? From six yes. to seven uh, in my neck of the woods in Wisconsin. It's from five to six p.m. I've been doing intelligent investing uh, since uh, it's been a year in November. Since November, so very excited. Um, I, you know, you talk about downloads. I am so excited about how my show has been growing, and very, very um, interested to hear feedback from people that you know that it's, that it's really helped and and what I what I do on intelligent investing is my show is is geared towards women although I I know I have a lot of men that that do listen uh-huh. but basically I try to give women assurance that you know taking control of your money taking control of of your personal finances and your investing is is not rocket science and it is something that you can learn. It is something that you can do, and you can make smart decisions with your money. So I try to um, give people the basics that they need in order to be successful with managing their money. Oh, I love it. This is great, Pam. I'll tell you personally, I always share with my listeners what I'm going through. And 
and I have this, you know, my gloveys. After five years, imagine this. I decided four weeks ago, not that I was putting my company on hold, but I needed to focus um, the past couple of weeks and the next couple of weeks helping my husband with his business. He's a great business person. Um, He's a builder. So he spends most of his day on the work site. He owns his own company. But the problem, Pam, is my husband is one of those guys who does not believe that paperwork is priority. And I cannot even tell you that I've been saying to my husband for 10 years that I refuse to get involved with your business because it's either we'll remain married or we'll be business partners. I said, you pick. And uh, he would always say, no, 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 I'm fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. But for 10 years, I've also been telling my husband, you really need a good right-hand person. He's had people come in and out, but um, nobody that really stuck. Um, because he's a nightmare to work with, Pam. <laughs> he's, he's home. He's home, too, if he could only hear me now. But the truth of the matter is, he's just got his own way of doing things. And no matter how many times me or anybody else tells him, come on, switch gears a little. It's not a bad thing. He's like, no, 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 I have everything under control. Well, can I just tell you, everything was not under control. And four weeks ago, I just said, you know what? My mother's been telling me for years. My sister's been telling me, get a handle on it. It's not that bad. And when you were describing your show, I agree with you because, Pam, the four weeks that I've spent organizing my husband, just to let you know, it's seven years of paperwork. (laughs) Um, But you know what? It was so scary, I didn't even want to touch it. But now that I've actually taken the time to go through the papers, it's not complicated. And I looked at my husband, and I was mad the other night, and said, why did you make such a big deal out of this? It's really not that complicated. And that's the same thing about investing, is that you do have to learn the fundamentals, of course. But um, I think it doesn't have to be as overwhelming. And go ahead, Pam. That's yeah. what I think. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's, it is true. I think that we like to make things a lot more complicated than the, than they are and ironically enough that's so funny that you should talk about being organized because um that is my show today about how to de-stress your life by becoming organized and you know what it 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 the whole organization thing is such a huge topic because we get so stressed at least i personally do i freely admit it i get very stressed when things are when things are not organized and people in their financial life especially, if they have a stack of papers that they have not opened, it's easier for them to ignore it than to attack it. And and what they find out when they finally do start, you know, because it's just so overwhelming. You know, yeah. they, they, they just can't look at that and think, mm-hmm. I, I can't do anything with this. So, um, Pam, you're so right. You're so right. I just have to tell you, I think you have a spy cam in my house because (laughs) this happened on Sunday. My husband just built this beautiful new gourmet store um, with partners. It's called the Muncie um, Gourmet Eatery, Muncie Park Gourmet Eatery. It came out incredible. And um, they had to do finishing touches. And, of course, the grand opening was yesterday with the snowy conditions and everything. But the thing is, he needed to go to the store on Sunday morning. And he was, like, all stressed out and all hyped up in there. I was like, oh, what's the the matter? And he was like, "I, I just don't have time for paperwork. 
And he said, I have this whole box of stuff that I don't, and you're right, everything in that box was unopened mail. He didn't know what kind of bombs were in there or what needed to be addressed. And when he went to the store, it literally took me four hours to go through that box. And I organized everything, put check stubs. You know, my husband believes in, you know, carrying check stubs in the car and writes out checks in the car. Nice. (laughs) Damn, it's a nightmare. But anyway, I think you're right. All that unopened mail gave him a lot of anxiety. And when he came home and saw this box neatly put together with folders, and I put urgent number one so he knew exactly what he had to do, you know, that was really, really important. All of a sudden, you could see the stress level go down and say, oh, that wasn't so bad. But you're right. It's it's not as bad as you think, I think. <laughs> well, and and you know, do we do it to ourselves? We do it. We do it to ourselves by by not taking care of it. You know, I I used to be one of those people. I freely admit it. And and if I'm at a at a place in my life where I'm extremely busy, it still can happen. But I finally made the resolution that I was going to open every piece of my mail every day. Because otherwise, you know, the mail stacks up and and the, and then the stress level stacks up. But if you do it, obviously, that four hours represented a long period of time where it just didn't get done. And so then it becomes this huge mountain versus just doing it a little bit at a time where it takes two minutes, you know. Oh, yeah. So so we definitely do it to ourselves. And and tell your husband, I, I totally get it. I have so many people that tell me that they do the same thing. So yeah. he's not alone, but, you know, <laughs> but he needs a little financial therapy. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely think so. Pam, I'm going to let you talk to him. But um, yeah, I can't wait. I'm actually, we're homebound and everything today. Usually, you know, I'm always running around at that time. So I haven't gotten to listen to your show, but I'm definitely going to listen in today because I think there's so much that we can learn. So, um, so Pam, tell us some more business tips. Paying it forward, what I try to do is really talk about, you know, challenges about, you know, your business, because it's your business, but now you deal with a lot of clients. So I'm sure you have a lot of business tips up your sleeve that maybe you could share with um, our listeners. My listeners are a lot of mom entrepreneurs, uh, just to give you a heads up. So Mm -hmm. whatever you'd like to discuss is okay with us. Okay. Well, if you're, if you're thinking especially about the mom entrepreneurs, I'm probably we're looking at people that are sole proprietors that are their own business, correct? Correct. In, in, in many cases. Yes. And, I, and actually, I do, um, I belong to a, a women in management group here in, in my city and one of the best things that ever happened to women. And I bring that, bring that up because we have a lot of entrepreneurs in our group. And so I get that question a lot. People, it seems to me that one of the biggest struggles that that people that work from home have is the uh, balance between uh, organizing their work life and organizing their home life, and and this really it and it affects the financial in the sense that that if you are not. Uh, organized with your time and you have not blocked out your time and planned your day in advance, what you tend to do is go, hmm, there's some dishes that need to be washed or there's some laundry that needs to be done and I can multitask, you know, and, and that's what we think. Right. right, we think we think that we can that we can multitask, but th- but the truth is that 
and there's been many studies done on this, that you need to focus and focus on one thing at a time to really mm-hmm. be successful in managing your time. You know, so. I think you're so right about that, Pam. You know, being that I do have my office at home because I still have my little ones in preschool, um, I have to tell you what bothers me the most is when I hear that beeping from the dishwasher to say, okay, mm-hmm. I'm done. <laughs> and it drives me crazy to have the clean dishes sitting in the dishwasher that I have to restrain myself during the day that, you know, okay, let it beep. I, I'm focusing here and I'm not leaving my desk until this is done, you know. But anyway, we'll learn more when we get back um, with Paying It Forward. Thanks, everyone. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on Toginet.com. Was sad, right? Cause he had a death kill mommy and dad, right? But that ain't the case, nope. it wasn't his fate, no. Nope. The wants never struggled to communicate. Ha. Y'all wave your hands, look who's on it. Yeah. The man Keith, and he's number one. It's that Keith Wine Show on Togginet.com, Wednesday nights at 8, 7 Central. Every week, that Keith Wine Show will have guests that share their experiences, expertise, opinions, and personal lives with us to hopefully help us better understand others. The topics and guests will come from the American Sign Language community. For more on Keith Wine, and the show, go to his website, KeithWanWANN.com. Listen with an open mind and willingness to learn and help with the cultural bridge. Number number one, Keith's number one. Everybody clap because the Coda Man's on. Number number one, Keith's number one. Everybody clap because the Coda Man's on. Don't miss that Keith Wan Show. Wednesday nights at 8, 7 Central on Toginet.com. Get ready to laugh along with This Little Parent Stayed Home with Ali Lopreet. Friday evenings at 6, 5 central on Togedet.com. This is a truly realistic, no-nonsense, tell-it-like-it-is method that will have you laughing and crying, surviving while struggling, and hammering away at the hardships as you travel through the greatest journey of your life. Get empowered by joining thousands of other parents who have also decided to take a leap of faith into a double career with longer hours and half the pay simply because of the love they have for their children. Together, we are rebuilding a new economy that will support us rather than enslave us. Never again will we have to choose between raising our children and earning to provide for them. It won't be easy, but it will be worth it. For more on Allie and her success, check out her website, OurMilkMoney.com. So come get empowered with This Little Parent Stayed Home with Allie Lopreet. Friday afternoons at 6, 5 Central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on Toginet.com. Hi, everyone. It's Josephine here, and I have Pam Auden on the line with us today. And um, so, Pam, we were just talking about trying to stay focused with work so that we can get the most we can get done during the day so that when those kids get off that school bus, we are fully ready for them. And in the meantime, we've had hopefully a productive day as far as work goes. Mm -hmm. So Pam, can you tell us a little more like, do you have any suggestions on how to create that balance? Well, you know, I used to be 
one of one of these people that, as I said before, that tried to multitask. And and I I will give you what I consider to be the biggest killer of of most women's time. At, if you are a business person, it's the fact that we have uh, email programs that pop up our emails on the bottom corner of our screen so that every time an email comes in, we can see who's trying to email us. And our hugest temptation is to constantly be going in and out of our email because, you know, the email has to be more important than whatever we're doing right now. Right. And and so, you know, this in and out, in and out, in and out, in and out of your email is is just crazy because what what ends up happening is of course you've broken your train of thought, you're constantly going from one one thing to another and you know, I, I hate to say this, but if there's any men listening, you know, you are gonna absolutely love this because men don't do men don't do that. Men right. are, you know, they've they've got these this single compartment and they focus on one thing at a time. And and we women, even though we're very proud of the fact that we multitask, mm-hmm. it really doesn't work well to be productive. And so that's the first thing. And and I know it's so hard. It's so hard, but you have got to ch- stop checking your email all the time because it it just is a killer. The as far as as far as blocks of time are concerned, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, one of my uh, mentors taught me this, and I've heard it so often since then that if you if you think about prior to your day the tasks that you have to get done, and really you need, at the beginning of the week you should be thinking about your week in the same way. What do I need to get done this week? And and prioritize all your tasks. And then what you do is you look at your calendar and you say, okay, this day I'm gonna, you know, it, let's say you're um, you write blog posts, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of us are bloggers, so right. so okay. Tuesday morning, Thursday morning, however many blog posts you you know you're going to be doing in a particular week, you need to block that time out and say, okay, here's the two hours or whatever, whatever it takes to get my blog post done, and you actually schedule it, so that so that you you know what you're going to be doing at any given time. Now, for me in my business, um, because I am, um, you know wanting to build my business, for me, a lot of time is spent on client acquisition. And I literally block that time into my week. So, and, and client service, you know, I block client service into my weekend. And of course, you, you are going to have interruptions because people will call and a client will call and have a custom, you know, a, a client service kind of question or something. But, but I have found that if I do that, then I get so much more done than if I kind of just go into my day and say, okay, here's a list of things I have to do. What do I feel like doing first? Okay. You know, it, it, it just, mm-hmm. it just does not work well to, to be productive. You, you really need to, you know, be conscious of what, what you need to get done and then, and then prioritize it. And of course, you know, I'm sure you've heard this too, that the best thing to do is to do the thing that you really don't want to do first. Right. I always say that because (laughs) then at least you feel like, oh, got that, got that done. And you can move on to the more fun stuff. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. But Pam, you know what? I had a guest on my show. It was already over a year ago. She had a, a very unique way of running her business. And let me tell you, she... 
she was really, really successful. Her business, like her sales were over a million dollars, the whole thing. And she had two young kids at home, you know, not at home. I think they were just about getting into like kindergarten and um, first grade, if I'm not mistaken. But um, she said that every day of the week, she does something different. Like you, you said, you work on client acquisitions. Well, she might do that all day on Tuesday, but she won't mm-hmm. do anything else. Monday might be her blogging day. You know, Wednesday is the day she do- takes care of absolutely all of her paperwork and invoices and things like that. I thought it was a very interesting way of running a business because I have to tell you a lot of times, you know, it could be overwhelming as a small business owner because I just always feel like, oh my God, how am I going to get all this done? I'm working on new packaging. I've got a blog. I've got to do marketing. And I am going to take your advice because I thought about this this weekend. I'm going to block out my time. And I think I need to start figuring out, like I'm running the household as well. But I have to say, okay, this is the time that I will be maintaining my household. This Mm -hmm. is the time I am just working on work. And this is the time when the children come home. I just realize that, you know, they need me. It's dinner time. It's homework. It's, you know, bed and reading and all of that stuff. And when they were younger, it was a little easier because at 7 o'clock, boom, I had all three kids sleeping. But now the kids are getting older and it's being dragged out till 8 or 9 o'clock. And it's harder for me to come back in the office after a full long day, you know. So I think you're right, Pam. I think we're going to go back. I'm definitely going to do this today. I'm going to block out my my entire week. And well, and, and you know, the, the, the funny thing about this is if we had listened to our mothers, I mean, yeah. if, you know, my mom, um, once, mm-hmm. the, once us kids got older, she did work. But when we were young, she was a stay-at-home mom. And, and I don't know if, if it was this way in your household, but it was definitely this way in mine. Okay, Monday was wash day. Oh, that's Tuesday, Tuesday was, you know, there was something for every day of the week. Uh-huh. And, and maybe it was, okay, um, Monday we wash all the bedding and change, you know, hang out all the bedding to dry outside. And, you know, there was something every day of the week. They, they, you know, she had a definite schedule for everything that she did. And, you know, we can really, I'm, I mean, it sounds very repetitive, but I'm telling you, it was productive. She got the yeah. stuff done. I'll tell you, Pam. What, um, are you familiar with Fly Lady? Have you ever heard of her? Mm-mm, no. Fly Lady? It's really a fascinating website. She's really incredible. I would love to have her as a guest on my show one day. But she really taught me how to maintain my household because, you know, I lived in Manhattan. I had a one-bedroom apartment, and I... I don't know. I grew up in a very different household because I had 10 brothers and sisters. So there were 11 of us. And um, it was always chaos in my house because of the magnitude of people. I mean, imagine us all taking our shoes off at the front door. You know, there were 22 shoes at the front door and our coats and all of that. So my mother did an incredible job keeping the house organized, but it was just volume. But I think what Fly Lady does is exactly what you were saying about your mom, is that you have to establish routines, And if you establish your routine for your household, then all the beds are made as soon as you get up. The bathrooms are wiped down. You know, the kitchen, you don't go to sleep at night without having your kitchen sink shine. So you wake up in the morning to a nice, clean sink. Pam, I'm telling you, I think if somebody would apply 
what she put toward the household to finances and keeping your your desk organized, I, I'll tell you, I think it's a great concept. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it's so simple. It's again, it you know, I keep saying that that finances and investing is not rocket science. We want to we. I'll tell you the the people out there that sell investments and you know they want you to think it's rocket science so that they can charge you lots of money. Right. <laughs> you know? I know. It's not I know. rocket science. So, you know, yeah, definitely. I mean, it, it's very compa- it's very comparable and yeah, the whole the whole organization thing is just huge. So, Pam, what t- teach us a little bit about organizing because everybody knows I love the whole concept of organization. But what is your daily routine? Like, what's your average morning like or day like? Well, let's see. I do admit that, you know, now I have to confess because, you know, I, <laughs> I just talked about email. Now I have to confess because... You know, I have heard so many times that, you know, check your email in the morning, but don't answer it all right away. And and I have to confess, I do do that much. I do check my email first thing in the morning, and and I do take care of what I consider needs to be answered right away. Um, but as far as as far as other things are concerned, um, and and the email really has to do with um, a lot of my clients will. Con- um, you know, communicate with me via email. I have more clients that will communicate with me via email than call me. Oh, yeah, the phone doesn't ring anymore, right, Pam? It's, it's not, not like as, years ago. No, it's not as much as it not as much as it was years ago. So people, so you know, I do get uh, client service work and things like that through through email that that needs to be needs to be attended to. But um, as far as as far as um, my typical day, well. You know, I definitely two days of the week I have time blocked out for for doing my blog posts. Um, I have the beginning of the week is is usually I I definitely have time blocked out on Monday for for uh, preparing my radio show that has mm-hmm. to get done. Right. And and um, several so because I am still in business building mode. I am still accepting clients. I have actually um, several hours of every one of my days blocked out for marketing purposes for client acquisition and and the interesting thing is a lot of this all ties together because now if you're a savvy financial advisor these days you're using social media right you you know you're using your you're Uh using a blog you're using social media and fortunately it all it all you know ties in together so um you know, a lot of my work is is done on a computer, which is fortunate for me. That's why on days like today, where I'm snowed in, you know, I've got my right. laptop and I'm good to go. Right. So, I, I don't. That's I don't. Great. I don't know that there's anything really particularly special about the way the way that I do it. I just basically know the main the main things that need to get done, and you know, block out block out my week accordingly. Yeah, that sounds really good. And I have to get better at blocking out time. I mean, I am so overwhelmed with, you know, all of this paperwork right now. But hopefully I can get all this under control in the next couple of weeks for my husband's business as well as mine. And um, I'm hoping to be able to even block out time to start taking up yoga. And really, it's just so important to take time for ourselves when we're taking care of the house, the kids, and our business. (laughs) 
So it's quite interesting. But here we are. We're coming up on a break, and we'll be back with the last segment of Paying It Forward this week with Pam Autumn. Thanks, everyone. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on toginet.com. Homeschooling? Have questions? Get your pen and paper ready. It's the sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Fridays at 5, 4 central on toginet.com. After a handsome blue-eyed Texan fell in love with Vivian at the Victoria Station in London, she found herself at DFW Airport with a tiny suitcase and a snazzy little duffel bag. Well, 25 years later, she is now happily married to that blue-eyed cowboy. They have four grown children, ages 24 to 18, who became willing guinea pigs when she unwittingly stumbled upon the world of homeschooling. Wildflower Academy flourished for 15 years. They survived and thrived, and you can too. Vivian will be covering a wide range of issues that face homeschoolers. What do you do with kids in the summer? How to set up your one-room schoolhouse? How obedience is paramount? And what to do with those snakes? Plus, she'll be sharing ideas and insights that she gleaned from other homeschoolers. So join us for an engaging hour with a sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Friday afternoons at 5, 4 central on toginet.com. Get ready for the Not-So-Soccer Mom Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon central on Toginet with Jill Hickey. You name it, from politics to pop culture to Jill's search for the perfect bronzer and chicken salad. The Not-So-Soccer Mom will weigh in on it all. The sentence, I have no opinion about that, is one that Jill has never uttered. In the early 90s, Jill finally decided to put her thoughts, opinions, mom advice, love of pop culture, hummus, and Starbucks, working out, cosmetic shopping, and politics into an actual website and thus NotSoSoccerMom.com was born. Shortly after her fourth child, a boy, Jerome, now she's really got tons of topics to share with you. This is Laugh Out Loud Funny, and we're not kidding. What's a loud Nebraska girl who lived in Little Rock for many years and now is up in the Northeast doing, chronicling her opinions on everything? The wheels aren't off yet, but it's close. It's the Not-So-Soccer Bomb with Jill Hickey. Tuesday afternoons at 1 Eastern, noon Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on toginet.com. Hi, everyone. It's Josephine here. And um, this week's show is just a little different because as all my listeners know, I'm always talking about what I'm constantly or currently, I should say currently, in the throes with as far as my personal life or my business or whatever. And right now, I am in the process. I am determined. January 1st, I woke up this year and I said, I am going to have everything organized. And my goal is to have everything organized by March 1st of this year. Taxes done, everything completely in order. So I am so thrilled that I have Pam on the show today. So Pam, let's talk more about financial organization and how it will really bring us peace of mind i'm convinced of that well you know let's let's talk about uh, and uh, and i hate to call it this you know when we're talking about our financial life but let's talk about clutter because you know that's frankly what things tend to become over over time when we just have too much of it and you know what what does clutter do it it, it robs us of our time 
right? Because when we yeah. need to when we need to find something, we can't find it. And if you have a box full of unopened stuff or a file cabinet that has a drawer that you just tossed everything into, as I have many people tell me, then you know when you really need to find something, and right now is a perfect example because if if you are in um, the time where you're preparing to have your taxes done, well, let's face it, you know, now is the time where you got to be able to find stuff. If Even if you're not doing it yourself, you have to be able to find it for your for your accountants. So, you know, that, it, it robs us of time. That's that's right. really the first thing. The The next thing is, is if we are not uh, financially organized, it, it robs us of money. Or I should say it definitely can rob us of money in the, in the sense that if you are not uh, opening your bills because, mm-hmm. hey, you know, you got too many of them and, and, you know, it's just really a traumatic thing to even open all of your, all of your bills. And, uh, you know, people tell me this too. It's just like, if I don't open it, it really doesn't exist. And, and, and they're serious. You know, if I don't open it, if, if maybe you're drowning in medical bills, maybe it could be an, a number of different things. It may be something that you absolutely didn't have any control over and it happened and now you've got all these bills and they're just overwhelming you. Well, you know, of course, if you, if you choose to ignore it, you know what will happen eventually. You're going to get yourself in some serious trouble and you're going to probably um, lose money because you're going to get late fees and yeah. you know interest payments and and all of this stuff you know oh Pam on that note I just want to add something so I'm starting I'm going through all this paperwork for my husband and once again it's not that you know finances aren't there it's more of financial management it's managing your money properly and every time I see a charge a late charge for $35 it's not the end of the world but you know what I say to my husband and I think I rattled him the other day when I said it to him I said every time you have to pay a late fee or every time you go through a red light and you get a ticket just think of it that that's money you're taking out of our kids college fund <laughs> Ooh, ouch! <laughs> how bad is that and remember remember that's thrown that's money thrown away now if they're going to college in 15 years imagine what that hundred dollars would be worth 15 years from now Right. You know, and this is a lot of thrown away money. So guess what I did? You'll be proud of me, Pam. I called the bank. We bank with Chase. And I told them that any credit cards that we have, I want the due date to be the 15th of the month so that we pay our mortgage on the first of the month. And then I know for every single credit card I own, they are all due on the 15th of the month so that it never has to be late. There's no discrepancy. My husband's saying, oh, did you do it? Oh, did I do it? There's nothing. All credit cards are due on the 15th of the month and that's it. Did you think that was good? Well, yes. <laughs> I, would think it, I would think it would be even better if you would lose the credit cards, but yes. <laughs> it's, a, it's definitely a step in the right direction. And, yeah. and you know, it's funny that you are you are so right about that, though, because people, you know, we have especially if you are still paying your bills the manual way, right? right. And there are plenty of us that are still doing that. You know, <laughs> they still are writing checks for their bills, and so if you are still in the manual mode for paying your bills, you better know when they're due. And and the problem is, you're right. You know, you have the electric bill due on this day and the gas bill on this day, and you know, it's yeah. it's just crazy. 
it's just absolutely crazy. So, you know, it's so much to manage. And so, yeah, you definitely saved yourself some uh, time and anxiety by, you know, making it due on the same day. That was a good move. Yeah. So I'm, I'm happy with that because, and I have it far enough away from our biggest, you know, bill, which is our mortgage. So I think that that <laughs> makes sense. But it's so funny. I have somebody that just typed in a note to me and they said, Josephine, do we have the same husband? So at least it makes me feel better to know I'm not the only one going through this. But I'll tell you, Pam, you know, um, just the fact that I've taken over this paperwork for my husband, it's not on a permanent basis. I have to say that just in case my husband listens to the show because <laughs> I am not signing up to be his secretary. The funny thing, Pam, do you want to hear the funniest part of this whole thing? I actually hired an accountant to do my little bit of accounting work for my Gluffy's business because I don't, it's not that I'm not good at it, I'm good at it, but I somehow when I graduated college, I ended up in accounting. I'm like, what am I doing here? One day I woke up and I said, I quit. And meanwhile, I was getting paid more money than any of my friends in my 20s. And I said, I don't like accounting. I'm good at it, but who cares? This isn't me. I'm all about marketing and sales. Get me out of here. And I went back for my MBA. That's how I got out of it. So just the fact that I'm kind of thrown into this again, I'm like, oh no, this is crazy. But I'll tell you, with a little bit of soul searching, I just kind of realized, I said, oh my goodness, it makes me realize how important it is. I'm just looking for the freedom. And I say that to my husband, is that if we have our finances in order and we know exactly how much money we have in every single account and we know exactly how much money, you know, we owe on credit cards and when and all of this stuff, then you know what? I'm looking for the freedom, the peace of mind that you don't have to worry anymore. Right. And that is, the peace of mind is, is absolutely, absolutely huge. And, you know, there is no peace of mind when you're not organized. There just isn't. There can't be. And, and ultimately, ultimately, that is what you, what you are looking for. So, you, you know, you've, you've absolutely got the nail on the head. And, and I'm going to give you what I consider to be the biggest secret to being financially organized. And that is to make at least nowadays, okay, this wouldn't have worked, you know, 25 years ago. But nowadays, this is completely possible. We are in the internet age. And frankly, make as much stuff automatic as you possibly can. And and what I'm talking about is when you get paid, this is, you know, you automatically have money go to your retirement account. You automatically have money sent to your emergency savings account, you know, and, and wherever else that money needs to go, you know. So, and also, you know, take advantage of online bill paying systems. Many banks okay. have them for free. Uh-huh. You know, and, and it's just a matter of going in there and, and scheduling things. You know, there's so many things that we can do to make, make our life easier rather than having to deal with so much paper and so much, you know, at least that's, that's my, my opinion, that that is how you can make yourself much more organized and, and a lot less. Because to me, every piece of paper that I have to deal with is, more, is, is a stressor. So. Yeah. So if I can have my bank statements online, I don't need to keep all that stuff in my file cabinet. I really don't. And yeah. and and that's and that's the other mistake that many people make is is they keep their stuff for way too long, much much longer than they ever need to. 
you know, and, and bank statements are, are one thing. You know, we, t- we seem to think that we need to keep our bank statements for years and years. Well, you know, keep your year-end statement and forget the rest, you know. Right. I, so. I agree 100%. But I have to tell you, Pam, I have my mentor, Larry, who's like a godsend. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Larry. He's amazing. And I walked into his office for the first time and I looked around this office and I shook my head. And in my head, I'm saying to myself, oh, my God, I don't know if he'll want to mentor me if he could see my office right now. And I consider myself a pretty organized person. But Pam? Let me tell you, do you know what he does? He doesn't have an ounce of paper. Like 20 years ago when I worked for a company, I remember one of the managing directors saying, I can't wait to go paperless. We won't even need filing cabinets because we can scan everything and we never have to have paper around. Well, Mm -hmm. 20 years later, I'm looking at my mentor Larry's office and I laughed. He said, what's so funny? I said, I don't know if I could ever get my office to look like this. He invested in an amazing scanner that scans like, you know, 20-something pages a minute, and his office has no papers. So could you imagine living like that, Pam? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I definitely yeah. can. I definitely can. And and I think that that is, that is definitely the way to go. I, I can see that we only have a couple of minutes left, and I, I do want to talk a little bit, because you asked me, I do want to talk about how I pay it forward in my business. Oh, good. And, Let's hear it. And, and the, yes, because this is, this is how I pay it forward in, in my, uh, with my clients and, and with my uh, financial advisor business. My mission is to help women become more financially organized, have financial goals. In other words, they they set financial goals, and it's my mission to help them reach their financial goals. And the reason that I want them to um, meet their financial goals is so that I can help them pay it forward. And wow. and my mission is to create more dollars flowing into God's kingdom. And I want to, part of what I do is I teach people how they can give more so that they can pay it forward. And so that's, that's what I do with my business. Oh, wow. That is just so special. And, you know, so many women are probably gaining so much information from you, knowledge from you, and hopefully applying it to everything, you know, their finances. And it just brings freedom, doesn't it, Pam? It does. And that is exactly what we're looking for. We're looking for that feeling of, of well, financial freedom, first of all, but, but looking for that, that peace, right? That peace of yeah, mind that only absolutely. comes with that. So you have the peace of mind to really live the life that you want to live and spend the time, you know, the way that you really want to want to spend it with your family or, you know, friends and things like that. But I have to tell you, Pam, this was like one of the most, the best uh, shows I've had. It was a lot of fun. And I thank you so much for being a guest on Paying It Forward. You're very welcome. And we'll see you next week. Thanks, Pam. Thank you for being a part of Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on Toginet.com. This show is dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. Each week we'll be discussing accomplishments.